you got to get passionate about this thing. If the cross doesn't move you, nothing will move you. I'm offering you something that's greater than silver and gold. I'm offering you something that's greater than an increase in your pay on your job. I'm offering you a... There's no shortcuts to the glory. We've got to get past week-to-week living. We've got to multiply our prayer life. We've got to multiply our efforts. And we are willing to give. God will always give it back to us in good measure. That is pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Hey, thanks for checking out our Christian Life Church podcast. You will be hearing from one of our pastors or guest speakers, either at our Frankfurt or Lebanon campus. Prepare your hearts and your minds to receive a word from God. Thanks for listening. Enjoy and receive this message. Come on, you ought to just lift up your voice and praise the Lord. Come on, he's a good God. He's worthy of praise today. Oh, you ought to lift up your voice and just shout Jesus. Somebody ought to lift up their voice and just shout the name of Jesus. At the mention of the name of Jesus, mountains move. Hallelujah. Oh, I tell you, it feels good to be in the house of the Lord today. Come on, we're at the right place at the right time this morning. And I believe that the power of Jesus' name is in this room right now. And that somebody's going to be changed forever. Hallelujah. Come on, do you feel the power of the Holy Ghost in the room today? Thank you, Jesus. As I sat on the front pew listening to the worship and the singing, I I thought, man, today, Brother Danny is doing so good on those drums. And I look back to realize Brother Danny is not here. But I thought how incredible it is what's happening in our church that people from all over are stepping to the occasion, being used of the Lord. I'm thankful for that this morning. And as I look throughout this congregation, I see many faces, many people that are here today that God is wanting to use in this hour. I see people that have been through trial and circumstance and tribulation and struggle. And many people that have also been through good days, good times, great things that God has done. But the one thing that I believe that God has called us to do today is he's called us together for such a time as this. And as I began to pray this morning, I said, God, what is it that you want me to bring to the people today? And I felt a word beginning to come to my spirit. And if you will, I want to preach to you for just a few moments today. They ceased not to preach Jesus. They ceased not to preach Jesus. Why don't we pray together that the power of the Holy Ghost would move into this room? Father, I thank you right now for the power of your spirit. That's in the room today. I'm asking you right now, God, to come into this building to help us, to heal us, to transform us, God, by the power of your name. We release the gift of faith into this house right now, and we thank you, Lord, for your power and your presence that's in this room. We'll give you the praise and the glory and the honor, and someone shout in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Why don't you greet somebody, shake their hand, high five them, let them know that it's good to see them in the house of the Lord today. And then you can be seated. Why don't we put our hands together one more time and give the Lord a great shout of praise. Come on, we can do a little better than that. Why don't you put your hands together and let's give the Lord a great shout of praise. In the book of Acts in the fifth chapter, we see that Ananias and Sapphira have not been honest and have tried to deceive the Holy Ghost. The Bible would have us to begin to comprehend that as they were not honest with the Holy Ghost, that God has killed them and all of the people have seen. The Bible tells us that the fear of God fell upon all of the people, uh, and it was at this time that the fear of God began to um, bring the supernatural in the building. Can I tell you that the fear of God is the beginning of uh, wisdom. The fear of, of God is to hate evil. The fear of God, the Bible tells us, is our strong confidence. And when you fear him, you shall depart from the trials of the enemy. When you fear God, you will find that he is a strong tower. Can I tell you today that I believe that the fear of God is coming back to the church in this hour, and it's for our good. I feel this morning that God wants us to comprehend the power that he holds in his hand. The fear of God will bring us into a season that the church begins to comprehend that God is able to do anything. Can I tell the church today that all power is still given unto him in heaven and in earth? Do you believe this morning that the Lord has all power? The Bible then goes on to say in verse 12, and by the hand of the apostles were many signs brought. The Bible said that no man would join himself to them, but the people magnified them, and believers were added to the church in so much that they would bring forth the sick, and they would hope that even the shadow of the apostles would come over them, that they might be healed. The Bible said that as this began to happen, that people from all over now begin to journey into the city, and they were healed every person. For the scripture says that believers will lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover, for by his stripes are we healed. And he wants to do it today, and he wants to do it through you and I. And I tell you that right now in this building is the potential for God to begin to heal every person that is here today. Whatever the problem is, God is able. Whatever the sickness is, God is able. Whatever the trial is, God is able. And he wants to do it today. The Bible said that as they begin to hear what was happening, that the high priest became angry and put their hands on the a um, apostles and cast them into the prison. Uh, just a common criminal, a common problem. But the word
word of God would say that what God hath cleansed call thou not common. Uh, for the word of the Lord would say that even in the prison cell uh, that the angel of God comes in uh, and he sets him free. Uh, he tells him to go into that temple uh, and begin to preach because uncommon interference uh, is coming to uncommon people. Uh, somebody needs to understand today uh, that no matter what the trial uh, that there is a heavenly interference that's coming to you today. Uh, you need to elevate what you see uh, and see that your help is coming uh, from the Holy Ghost. Uh, the Bible said that after the angel set them free, uh, that they got up early and they went into that temple uh, and they began to preach and teach. And, and then all of a sudden the high priest now sinned uh, for the jail to come and get them and as they come into the prison the Bible would say that they found not one person and the Bible said that the jailer comes back and says you must hear us now that we shut them into that prison cell. When we shut them in, we knew that they were in that prison and now we have come back and the gate is shut but they are gone. The Bible said that the high priest even comprehended that God had done something but they chose not to say anything because they knew if anybody heard that the fame of what God had done would begin to grow. They knew they could not stop it, but they did not want it to grow. Stop the testimony. Stop the people from talking. Stop the people from telling what God had done. Because the adversary comprehends that when people begin to testify, that things begin to happen. For we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. They knew that if they could just keep them from testifying, that nobody would hear what was happening. I'm coming to tell you that the desire of your adversary is to get the testimony not to grow. For you not to testify of what God has done for you. But I've come to proclaim to you that this is the time to lift up your voice and begin to testify of the goodness of God. For he is the same yesterday. He is the same today. And he'll be the same forever. I'm coming to tell you that when you begin to testify that there's a growth in the kingdom that begins to happen and we might as well give him a bad day today. Lift up your voice and testify of the thing that God has done. Then came them back and told them, Behold the men whom ye put into the prison. They're standing in the temple. They're preaching to all of the people. He said, You put them in, but God has brought them out. You tried to chastise them, but God has freed them. You tried to, to handcuff them and chain them, but God has set them free. Because no matter what the enemy brings against you, I'm coming to tell you that God's got the power uh, to set you free 
this morning. Uh, the Bible said that then the captain uh, and the officers went into the temple and grabbed them. Uh, and they brought them back in. Uh, but they did not hurt them because they feared uh, the people. The reason that they feared them uh, is because they even could comprehend uh, that the hand of God uh, is with the people of God. Uh, and when the enemy messes with the people of God, uh, then he messes with the hand of God. Uh, here's what I'm trying to tell you today, uh, that the devil even knows uh, that the fight is not yours, uh, but the fight belongs to the king of kings. Uh, that's what the word said. They wouldn't even do anything against them uh, because they feared the people of God. I'm coming to tell you today uh, that the fear of God uh, will be struck into the heart of the enemy. Uh, I'm coming to tell you this morning uh, that the people of God uh, are a force uh, and we will prevail uh, against the kingdom of hell. Uh, I'm coming to preach to the people today. Uh, you need to lift up your eyes. Uh, you need to plant your feet uh, and understand uh, that devil, the blood of Jesus uh, is against you. Uh, but no weapon uh, formed against the church uh, shall prosper. They brought them in and they said, did we not straightly command you? that you should not teach in the name of Jesus. Ye have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and intended to bring this man's blood upon us. Yes, sir, that is the job because until the whole earth has been baptized with the blood of Jesus, we're going to keep on teaching. Until the whole earth has been baptized with the blood of Jesus, we're going to keep on preaching and keep on singing and keep on reaching. We'll sing of the blood of Jesus and we'll pray of the blood of Jesus and we'll preach the blood of Jesus because I can see a crimson stream flowing to the streets of our city. I'm coming to tell you right now that no matter what the devil does, I've made up my mind this morning. He's not going to stop the church. He's not going to stop your ministry. He's not going to stop your anointing. He's not going to stop your calling. For Peter and the apostles answered, and they said, we ought to obey God. When the judge says you can't, God says you can. When the rulers say you can't, God says you can. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through Christ to the pulling down of strongholds. I'm coming to tell you today, that the weapons we use are not bombs and guns. But when we begin to pray and when we begin to testify and when we begin to worship, I'm coming to tell you today, we can pull down every stronghold in this city. We can pull down every stronghold in your family. But somebody's got to reach out and do something about it. That's what he said, the God of our fathers raised up Jesus whom ye killed and hanged upon a tree. Him hath God exalted to be a prince and a savior. And we are his witnesses of these things. We are the witnesses of the goodness of God. I've seen the scars. I've felt the nail prints. I've been washed by the blood. I've been covered by his grace. 
we are his witnesses. I wish that a witness right now would begin to lift up your voice in this building and begin to declare, I am the witness that God is able. I am the witness that God can heal the sick. I am the witness that God can raise the dead. I am the witness that God can heal the bound. I am the witness. My God, I'm coming to tell you in a congregation of people, there's so many witnesses of what the Lord has done that the devil can't stop us. People can't keep us. We are his witnesses. I'm coming to preach to you. When they heard that, they were cut in their heart, and they took counsel to kill them. Then there stood up in the council a Pharisee, Gamaliel, a doctor of the law. This was a man that had studied the law. This was a man that understood the ins and outs of what society called the law. And in verse 38 he said this, and now I say unto you, refrain from these men and let them alone. For if this counsel be of men, it will not happen. And if they be of God, you can't overthrow it. Here's what he said. You can do what you want to. You won't stop what God is doing. You can say what you want to. You won't hold back what God is doing. You can't stop it. You see, I've got a word for the enemies of the kingdom. You can bring it on if you want to because you're not going to stop it. You're not going to hold it. Uh, there is revival, uh, and it's here today. Uh, there is grace and mercy, uh, and it's here. And to him, they agreed. And when they had called the apostles, they beated them. And they commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus. And they let them go. But the Bible said that the apostles, when they left, that they left rejoicing. That they would count it a joy. That they could suffer shame for the name of Jesus. That's why he wrote, I count it all a joy. For the joy of the Lord is my strength. Because if the enemy is attacking, uh, then we're doing something right. Uh, I'm coming to encourage somebody today uh, that it's been everything you can do to keep your head up. Uh, you need to count it joy. Uh, I'm coming to preach to the sick. Uh, you need to count it joy. Uh, I'm coming to preach to the afflicted. Uh, you need to count it joy. Uh, I'm coming to tell you today, uh, I count it all joy uh, because whatever he does, uh, that's all right uh, because we've read the back of the book uh, and the church still wins. It could kill our body, but they won't kill our spirit. They can bind our hands, but there's still a prayer going. Here's what I'm coming to tell you. The devil won't stop it. And daily in the temple and in every house, they ceased not to preach Jesus. 
Here's what I'm coming to tell you. Uh, they could have been distracted with, with everything that was happening. Uh, every, every idea of the enemy uh, that was set against them, the things that people said, uh, but they ceased not uh, to preach Jesus. They could have got together uh, and just talked about everything that wasn't going right, uh, but they ceased not uh, to preach Jesus. They could have gossiped about it, uh, but they ceased not uh, to preach Jesus. They could have posted about but they ceased uh, not to preach Jesus. Uh, I'm coming to tell you, uh, whatever the adversity, uh, we won't stop uh, preaching Jesus. Uh, we can't stop uh, teaching Jesus. Uh, we can't stop uh, believing in the name of Jesus. Uh, church, I've come to proclaim to you, uh, preach Jesus, uh, teach Jesus, uh, sing Jesus, uh, pray Jesus, uh, and whatsoever uh, you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of Jesus. His name can move the mountains. His name can heal the broken. His name can heal the sick. I'm coming to tell you today, his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. I don't know what you're going through today, but I've got your answer. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily you can call him savior bread of life creator the holy one wonderful counselor the mighty God the everlasting father but I call him Jesus and I'm coming to preach to you today that you can call him Jesus too I'm coming today to tell you that the hand of the Lord is reaching out for somebody uh, to say, make it personal. Uh, call me your Savior. Uh, make it personal. Uh, call me your Lord. Uh, make it personal. Uh, call me your physician. Uh, make it personal. I'm coming to tell you, uh, somebody needs to lift up your voice uh, and say, you can do what you want to, uh, but I'm a witness of the name of Jesus. I'm coming to tell the church uh, that there's still power in the name of Jesus. Uh, I'm coming to remind you today, uh, you don't have to live broken. Uh, his name is Jesus. Uh, I'm coming to remind you today, uh, you don't have to live angry. Uh, his name is Jesus. Uh, I'm coming to remind you today, uh, you don't have to be defeated. Uh, his name is Jesus. You know, one of the greatest problems I see is that the longer that people stay in church, they say, teach me something new. Preach to me something new. I'm coming to tell you what, there is no new doctrine. I said there's no new doctrine, uh, no new revelation under the sun. Uh, but I am coming to tell you uh, that there's one thing that stays the same. Uh, J-E-S-U-S, uh, Jesus. Uh, I'm coming to tell somebody uh, that the same name we sing in Sunday school, uh, that's the same name that can set you free. Uh, I'm coming to remind you uh, that the same name Grandma prayed, uh, it's the same name you got to pray. Uh, I'm 
coming to tell you uh, that when you don't know what to do, uh, Jesus, uh, when you don't know where to go, uh, Jesus, uh, for the name of the Lord, uh, it's a strong tower. Uh, the righteous run therein, uh, and they are safe. Uh, I'm coming to tell you, uh, they called him the great physician, uh, but I call him the healer. Uh, they call him the provider, uh, but I call him the open door. Uh, I'm coming to tell you, uh, whatever uh, you need from the Lord, uh, this morning he's able. Uh, he is the I am. Uh, he is the great Jehovah. Uh, he is the provider. Uh, he is the way maker. Uh, he is the light. Uh, I'm coming to preach to you right now. Uh, they can preach what they want to, uh, but we got to preach Jesus. You hear me? You can listen to the greatest teaching you want to. You can have it all, but give me Jesus. You can write the greatest song that anybody's ever heard, but just give me Jesus. We can have the greatest programs, and there's nothing wrong with it, but give me Jesus. I'm coming to tell you, whatsoever we do in word or deed, we got to be people of the name. we got to be Jesus everything. I'm coming to tell you, singer, sing in the name. I'm coming to tell you, you've got to play in the name. We've got to pray in the name. We've got to talk in the name. We can do new things, and it's wonderful. We can write new programs. We can say that we're going to do brand new outreach, and I love it, and it's great. But I've come to remind you, it wasn't a program that set you free. I'm coming to remind you, it wasn't a counselor that brought you back to health. I'm coming to remind you, it wasn't the doctor that healed you. It wasn't your friend that pulled you out of the pit of despair. It wasn't anybody that you know that delivered you from addiction, but there's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother, and his name shall be called Emmanuel, God with us. Thou shalt call his name Jesus, because he's the Savior of the world. Here's what I'm coming to preach to you today. We got to get back to the name. We got to keep staying in the name. I want you to hear me right now. There's all kind of churches with programs. There's all kind of churches that do many amazing things, and I'm thankful for it all. But there's a three-step program that was given to us in the book of Acts chapter number two, and it's greater than any program that any person ever wrote. I'm coming to tell you this. You can read whatever self-help books, but there's a book of life that'll set you free. You can study the greatest things, but unless you're a student of the Word of God, there's a knowledge beyond what men have. And I'm coming to tell you uh, that Jesus is the answer. Uh, they used to sing Jesus uh, is the answer uh, for the world today. Uh, above him there's no other. Uh, Jesus is the way. Uh, I'm coming to tell you uh, that they tried to kill it, but they couldn't. Uh, and they tried, to, and they tried uh, to stop the church, uh, but they couldn't stop it. Uh, they tried to get us to stop praying, uh, but we kept praying. Uh, they tried to get us to stop shouting but we kept shouting and there's a reason 
because it's joy unspeakable and full of glory. And when the Lord gets inside of you, it's like a fire that's shut up in your bones. Somebody said, oh, Brother Gentry, do we really need to shout? I'm coming to tell you we need to shout today more than we've ever shouted. Do we really need to amen? We need to amen today more than we ever have because the kingdom of hell is against the church today and he's working overtime. So God's calling a people, will you work overtime for the kingdom of God? Will you work overtime for the name of Jesus? I'm coming to tell you there's freedom in this room. There's deliverance in this room. There's power in this room and he's inviting you. Will you step back into it? Will you come back to me? Will you repent again? Will you give me your life again? Will you be washed clean? I want you to stand to your feet and lift your hands. Oh, somebody lift up your voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. When the priests would begin to walk through the temple, they would pass the five pillars. Wonderful. Counselor. The mighty God. The everlasting Father. The Prince of Peace. They would pass by the names that they would call him. But he's got a name that's been given to us that is above wonderful. And it is above counselor. And it is above the mighty God. It is above the everlasting Father. It is above the Prince of Peace. His name shall be called Jesus. I'm coming to tell you today, if you've never been baptized in the name, you need to be baptized in the name. If you've never repented in the name, you need to repent in the name. If you've never prayed in the name, you need to pray in the name. Here's what I'm coming to draw us back to. I love everything that's going on, but I come to give you a warning, lest we forget who we are. I thank God for every good thing that's happening. But beyond anything that we do, we are a church of Jesus Christ. Honey, if you can't get excited about that, you can't get excited about anything. We are a church of Jesus Christ. We believe that all power uh, was given unto him in heaven and in earth. Uh, and when we're filled with the Holy Ghost, uh, we are endued with power uh, from on high. Uh, power to lay hands on the sick. Uh, power to tread upon serpents. Uh, power to come against every gate of hell. We believe that when we are baptized and repent of our sins, uh, that we will be filled with the Spirit of Jesus Christ uh, through the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Here's what I'm coming to tell you. Maybe you prayed through many years ago. You need to understand today you never outgrow needing Jesus. Maybe you've never experienced the power of the Holy Ghost. That I'm coming to tell you that until you've experienced Jesus, uh, you've never experienced anything. Maybe you're in the room today and you're bound. Can I tell you that there is a God that can set the captive free? And I'm coming to tell you today 
that Jesus has walked into this room. That whatever lifestyle you're living, whatever you did Friday night or whatever you did last night before you walked into the house of God today, that there's a God in heaven whose hand is reaching out and is extending beyond the divide to say, I'm coming to reach to you. I'm coming to pull you back in. And his name is Jesus. Now I want you to shut your eyes and I want you to lift up your hands right now. You hear me? We've battled today in the Holy Ghost from technical difficulties down to the spirit that's tried to come against some of you that are in this room today. But I'm coming to tell you that the last thing that the devil expected you to do in this hour was to turn back around and say, God, I might not have been faithful, but Jesus. God, I might be broken and messed up, but Jesus. I want you to hear me today. I stand before you, not a man that's perfect, but a man that's always been in need of grace and mercy. And I'm coming to tell you that everybody in this room today, we need to make a decision right now that here in just a moment, we're going to turn this altar open. And I'm telling you from the front to the back, the oldest to the youngest, the new convert to the elder saint of God, uh, this is a moment right now. This is a God moment that was set up many, many, many years ago uh, that God intended for you to be here today. Uh, we're going to have a Jesus moment right now. Now, right now where you are, I want you to take the hand of your neighbor, and I want us to come out of our seats, every person, and let's create an atmosphere right now. Come on, come on, come on. Uh, come on, saints. We need to create an atmosphere for our guests. I'm asking you to come. I'm asking you to come. He cut up my high. I'm asking every saint to come right now. You're not fighting me. You're fighting the Holy Ghost. He'll deal with you. I'm going to ask you if you're in this room today and you recognize that there's a moment right now with every eye closed in the building except our ministry team be vigilant right now but if you're in this room today and you would just lift up a hand and say I recognize that right now is a pivot moment come on right now there's somebody in this room today there's one, there's two, there's three you're in the room today and you say, I recognize that there's a change that needs to happen in my life right now. There's another. He cut out of my high. Now, with every hand lifted up in the room, I want us to begin to bind together. We're going to sing. We're going to shout. We're going to begin to praise and worship God. But there's a flow of the Holy Ghost that's moving through this room right now. Come on, I want you to lift up your voice. Saints, I need you to pray with a guest right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I come against every plot of hell that's tried to keep you out of breakthrough. I come against every weapon of warfare that the devil is trying to bring against your mind. And right now, by the authority of the Word of God, I speak freedom over your life. Come on, lift up your voice. I speak freedom over your life right now. By the authority of the Word of God, I speak a wholeness to begin to come over you. By the name of Jesus Christ, we set you free right now. By the name of Jesus Christ, let change begin to come over you. In the name of Jesus, come on. Come on, come on. There's a wave moving through the room. 
there's a wave of the Spirit moving. Uh, somebody reach out to the Lord right now. Uh, somebody reach out to the Lord right now. Uh, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, reach out. Somebody reach out to the Lord. Uh, come on, there's healing flowing. Uh, there's deliverance flowing. Uh, there's wholeness flowing. Without you, I won't last without you. I need you. I need you. And I'm so lost without you. I know that I would fail alone. I need you. I need you. And I can't live without you. I won't last without you. I need you. Oh, no. 